Look at that. That doesn't seem like that's God's will, does it? No, it didn't. That's why the Bible says we can't possibly know our own way. That didn't look right. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We are delighted to have you all, those of you who are joining us by television, or those of you joining us at airjesus.com. Stay tuned to today's message. We're dealing with part two of something we started Last week, entitled Order My Steps, and just before we get into today's message, I will share a little joke I heard this week that I thought was pretty decent. (laughs) But there was this uh, general who was killed in battle, and when he went to heaven, he was standing at the gates, and the apostle Peter was on the gates, and the general looked through the gates, and he saw all of the majestic kings and queens in heaven celebrating and so forth. And so he leaned over to Peter and he said, how do I get in there? And Peter said, yeah, well, you have to spell a word. And he said, what's the word? Peter said, love. The general spelled love. And sure enough, Peter allowed him to come in the gates. And so after some time, um, Peter needed to go somewhere else. And he asked the general if he would stand on the gate in his stead. And so the general said, sure. And so the general was on the gate doing his watch, and he saw a man in the distance approaching the gate. And as the man got closer, the general recognized him, and it was his enemy. It was the man who had killed him on earth. And when the enemy got there and he recognized the general, he began to apologize profusely for killing him. And the general said, not a problem, not a problem. And then as the enemy looked at the general, he said, what do I need to do to get into heaven? What do I need to do to get in there? And the general said, it's very simple. You have to spell a word. And his enemy said, what's the word? He said, Czechoslovakia. So today we're talking about order my steps, order my steps, part two. We are talking about divine moments, divine moments or divine periods of time where we realize that our lives have not been left to chance, happenstance or circumstance, but we realize and recognize that our lives have been guided by the loving hand of our Heavenly Father, very skillfully guided, very skillfully guided by the loving hand of a providential God. Open our Bibles and I want to share some scriptures with you. Psalms 32, Psalms 32 And verse 8 is one we'll look at, and then we'll look at several others. But Psalms 32, verse 8, when you get there, say amen. Amen. Psalms 32, 8, let's read that in unison. Ready? Read. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. 
I will guide thee with mine eye. And so here we see God guiding our footsteps, ordering our steps. And notice he said, I'll guide you with my eye. Because God, from his perspective, he's able to see things that we can't see. And so he said, I'll guide you with my eye. See, we're limited in what we know and what we can see, but God can see the whole picture. God knows, he knows the end from the beginning. And so he knows the future. We don't know the future. We don't know what lies ahead. We don't know what will befall us tomorrow. We don't know what's lurking around the corner, but God does. And he says, I'll guide you from my perspective because I know the future. I hold the future. I know the end from the beginning. And he says, from that perspective, I will order your steps. And so we're limited, but God is not. And so he guides our footsteps. He guides our footsteps. Isn't that an awesome privilege? That's an awesome privilege to have a providential God. To order our steps. To order our steps. Let's look at also um, Isaiah chapter 48, 17. You'll find this. It's all through the Bible. It's all through the Bible. I sat down one day and I allowed the Holy Spirit to just bring these scriptures to my heart. I knew most of them and I allowed him to just refresh them and bring them to my heart. But it's all through the Bible how God orders our steps. Look at Isaiah chapter 48, verse 17. Let's read that one together in unison. Ready? Read. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. Notice that. He said, I'm the God that will teach you to profit. In other words, I'll teach you to do things that will be profitable for your life. He's all about, he's looking out for our good. God's never out to harm us. God's always looking out for our good, those things that will be beneficial to us. He said, I'm the God that will teach you to profit. I teach you how to do things that will be profitable for you, good for you, for your well-being. But then he goes on to say, not only will I, will I do that, I'll lead you. I'll lead you by the way that you should go. And so we see God once again ordering our steps. He's ordering our steps. And so I thought about three things you should do. Number one, you should ask God to order your steps. Ask God to guide your steps. Ask him. Turn your name and say, ask him. Number two, you ought to trust and know that he is ordering your steps. First ask him and then trust him and know that he is ordering your steps. And number three, when he does order your steps, acknowledge him and thank him. Recognize it. Pause. Look back on it and say, God, thank you so much. I see your hand. Upon my life. I was with my mother all day, day before yesterday. It actually was yesterday. Seemed like the day before yesterday, but it was yesterday. <laughs> I was with her all day yesterday. And she was, she was sharing a moment that she recognized 
where God had ordered her steps, and it was in something simple. And she shared with me, she was so excited, she said she had bought some new bedding for her bed in her bedroom. And she said she was, she had bought this new bedding thinking that she was just going to give her room a fresh look, you know, just, just add something new for herself to enjoy. But she said right after she got the bedding and got it all prepared, she said she got a call from one of her close friends who was in need of surgery and she was having knee surgery and would be unable to take herself to the surgery. And so she asked my mother if she would take her to this surgery. And she also would need, you know, she would need to stay with my mother. And because she had, was having knee surgery, she would be unable to climb stairs. And so my mother, her bedroom is on the first floor. And that's the only bedroom on the first floor. And so my mother realized that she was going to have to move out of her bedroom so that her friend could stay in her bedroom. And then it clicked. And my my mother said, I thought I was buying the extra set of bedding on the bed for me, not knowing all along God was preparing me because I was going to have to bring my friend here. And she, she got excited about it. She said, God already knew. God already knew I was going to have to take care of my friend. And God already knew that she wouldn't be able to walk up the stairs and she would have to use my bedroom. And he had already provided an extra set of bedding for my friend. And so she was just excited that even in the little things, it's not just the great big things in life. And I'm going to talk about that. Number one, one of the things that God orders our steps in is it is our destiny. He is concerned with the big picture of your life. He is concerned in where you're going to end up in his calling and his purpose. That is the big picture. But I want you to know God's also concerned about the little things going on in your life. Things that you think are insignificant, but little things God is interested in. Turn your name and say, God's interested in the little things in my life. Just the little things. He's interested in the little things. And so my mother noticed, even in that little thing, God had ordered her steps. She had already purchased and prepared the bedroom, not knowing that it was going to be for her friend. She thought she was doing it for herself. Turned out God was ordering her steps to already have it prepared for a friend. It's interesting. Turn over to Jeremiah chapter 10. Jeremiah chapter 10. Jeremiah chapter 10. I told you, you'll see this all through the Bible. And I just sat quietly and allowed God to bring these scriptures back to me. Jeremiah chapter 10. Look at verse 23. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23. And it reads, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. And so he's saying here, he's a God, there's no way we could order our own steps because we don't know what you know. We don't know what's ahead. We don't know what's lying around the corner. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We don't know what's ahead of us. We don't know. We can't see the future. He said, Lord, we can't order our steps. So even when you think you're doing something or planning something, 
You have no idea what's going to happen down the road that will throw your plans out the window. This is what he's saying. He said, God, only you know. Only you know what's down the road. Only you can see the future. You are the only one who's qualified. We're not qualified to order our own steps. We plan things best we can. You make good plans and plan the best you can. But you have to trust God to order your steps. You got to trust God to order your steps because you can't see everything. You don't know everything. And he says that in Jeremiah 10, 23. Same thing is said and turn over to Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 24. Proverbs chapter 20. Uh, you know, these are some good scriptures. I, I appreciate God for he took me on a little rabbit trail just showing me all these scriptures here. But it's all through the Bible. It's all over the Bible. How God will order your steps. I mean, it's in the major prophets, it's in the minor prophets, it's in the Psalms, it's in the gospel. It is all over the Bible. In fact, when Jesus walked the face of the earth, you know that certain places that he walked, he did it to fulfill a divine compulsion or he did it to fulfill scripture. He walked certain regions of the earth. Because it had been prophesied that he would walk those regions. His footsteps were already ordered when he got here. His footsteps were already ordered when he got here. And so it's something that's it's, it's all over scripture. It's all over Bible. It's, it's God's way. Look at Proverbs chapter 20, verse 24. Notice what it says. Man's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? He can't. He can't. God's ordering your steps. God is ordering your steps. We can't possibly understand our own way because we have very limited knowledge and very limited sight of things that will happen in life. We can't see the whole picture, but God can and because he can see the whole picture, we are able to trust him to order our steps. Let me give you some things that I started last week and I was sharing the areas in which God, I believe God orders your steps. And I believe that every time he orders your steps, it'll fall into one of these categories. And I have a I think I have about nine categories. When God orders our steps, it falls into one of these nine categories. Number one is destiny. It's destiny. You can study the life of Joseph and you can see his destiny unfold. You can see the orchestration of the footsteps. Number one, God ordered his steps from him being the favorite of his father. Then God ordered his steps for his brothers being jealous of him. Then God ordered his steps... For his brothers to want to do away with him. Then God ordered his steps for his brothers to sell him. Then God ordered his steps for him to end up in Potiphar's house. Then God ordered his steps for Potiphar's wife to accuse him of attempted rape. Then God orders his step for him to be sent to prison. Then God orders his steps to bump into two men who had dreams from the king's palace. Then God ordered his steps. God led him all the way. To be the prince of Egypt. And it was through circumstances that didn't look right. It looked like everything was going wrong. Here's a guy that his brothers had 
plotted to kill him, but they decided not to kill him. They said, we might as well make some money off of him. We can sell him. Now, look at that. That doesn't seem like that's God's will, does it? No, it didn't. It didn't. So that's why the Bible says we can't possibly know our own way. That didn't look right. That didn't look right. In fact, if you were in that situation, you'd have been praying for deliverance. You'd have been, God, please don't let me be sold. When all along, being sold was a part of God ordering his steps. It was a part of him ordering his steps. And then he ended up in jail. And Lord Jesus, you know we don't want to go to jail. <laughs> we don't want to go to jail at all costs. God, you know, we would have been fasting. We would have been in sackcloth and ashes. God, please don't let me end up in When all along, his footprints had already been placed there by God. God had already prepared his destiny to come into fruition by being in jail. He couldn't have known that. And so that's why the Bible says we don't know our way. We can't order our way. Only God knows. And so God took things that didn't look right. Didn't look right being accused of rape. Didn't look right being put in prison. Didn't look right being sold. None of it looked right, but yet it was God orchestrating. God ordering his steps. And that's the way it is in our lives. So often when we're going through things, we feel alienated. We feel abused. We feel cheated. We feel like God has left us. We feel like nobody cares when all alone. You have no idea what God's doing in your life. You have no idea what he's doing in your life. You have, there are some people who would not be who they are today if they had not gone through the trials of life. They had not gone through it. So you have no idea. You have no idea what God is doing in your life. And that's why you got to know he's ordering my steps. He is ordering my steps. you got to trust him to know that he's ordering my steps. He ordered Jesus' steps from the manger to the cross. From the manger to the cross, his steps were ordered. From the manger to the cross. They were ordered. They were ordered. He orders our steps. He orders our steps. So number one is destiny. That's a category that he orders our steps. Number two is protection. He'll order your steps in order to protect you. He did that so often during scripture. He ordered their steps to protect them. I had a personal account. I was at home one day and I was called myself lighting my pilot light. <laughs> you all already can imagine how this is going to turn out. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not mechanical at all, but I, I, I figured I would impress my wife by, you know, lighting the <laughs> And I, I went in there and read the instructions. I had done it before, so I thought I was pretty good at it. But I went in there and, and did something, got it lit, and thought I had everything straight. And 15 minutes later, somehow I ended back up in there to take another look at it. And when I went back to take another look at it, I discovered I had left it unfinished. And I had left the thing on pilot, and uh, I was able to correct it. And I was like, I, and I was saying to myself, if I had not come back in here 15 minutes, and I don't even know what brought me back in there. Honestly, I, I would, next thing I knew, I was just standing in front of it. I don't even, re- I, honestly, I don't even remember going back. I don't even remember how I got back to it. But 15 minutes later, somehow I just went back to it. 
And when I went back to it, I realized I had left it undone. I had left it on pilot in that condition. I don't know what would have happened. (laughs) My house could have been blown to smithereens with me in it. (laughs) But when I went back, I said, wow, I said, God, thank you so much for bringing me back to this thing. I had left it and thought I had done it and uh, got back and and I was uh, just shaking in my boots when I saw what I had left undone. He did that to protect me. So God will order your steps. He'll order your steps for protection. Number three, he'll order your steps for healing. I shared several testimonies last week how he's ordered my steps for healing. Healing is not always laying on the hands and somebody anointing you with oil. No, it's, it's God having you in the right place. God putting you in touch with the right thing that will bring healing to your body. He knows exactly what will heal you. I had, a, I remember, this is an additional testimony, but I remember, and like I said last time, God has healed me at least nine or ten times. I thought last week I said seven or eight, but I thought about it some more this week. It's probably more close to nine or ten times. God has healed me simply by ordering my steps. Simply by ordering my steps. There was one time in my life I was becoming deathly ill and I didn't know what it was. And one day I was reading a book. I was reading a book. And this book said in it, says, do not juice apple seeds because apple seeds have cyanide in them. And you all know I'm a heavy juicer. (laughs) And I had been juicing the apple seeds. And so these low dosages of cyanide were about to kill me. And I didn't even know that. <laughs> I just happened to read it. I just happened to read it. And so when I went back and I started coring my apples, from that day to this day, I've never been ill again from that particular illness that I was suffering. And I said, God, you just happened to have me to read that particular. Out of all the books in the world, I happened to read the page that had don't. Juice apple seeds because apple seeds have slight doses of cyanide in them. I said, God, you led me to my healing. And so I have at least nine or ten testimonies like that where God led me. Nobody prayed for me. Nobody anointed me with oil. No, God led me to my healing. God led me to God will lead you. God will lead you. Number four, God will lead you to solve a problem. There are particular problems. God will lead you, and I don't have time to go into the depths there, but he'll lead you to solve a particular problem. Number five, God will lead you where your spouse is concerned. God will lead you. He'll order your steps to your perfect spouse. He will order your steps to your perfect spouse. Several examples of scripture um, about that, and I would like to take some time, but I don't have time today. Um, those of you who are listening, you can go to airjesus.com and you can listen to this message, message number 7417, absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend, absolutely free of charge. And we're just grateful and thankful to have you join us today at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. That's a powerful message and it's going to be a powerful series just in understanding how God orders our steps. He's so much stuff that oftentimes we go through that we don't understand. And you can't tell the difference between God and the devil. I mean, if you land up in jail, none of us landing up in jail are going to talk about God has put me here. 
You know, it's been the devil all day long got me locked up in this place. See, you, you, would, you would swear up and down all day long. The, your, your brothers drop you in a pit. That Satan is all in them. You know, you would, you would have sworn all day long that that was the devil that had you in those circumstances. And that's why you can't judge it. You cannot judge steps until you know destination. And the problem is you don't know destination. But what you do need to be sure of is who you are following and who is ordering your life. And when you understand that, you won't understand the steps, but you know who's ordering the steps. So long as you know who's ordering the steps, you may not understand it because you can't tell the difference between God and the devil. But a lot of them say, you just can't tell the difference. But if you know who's orchestrating it, then you will know that this is God and you know my ultimate destination Though I may have to go through the pit, though I may have to go through prison, though I may have to go through false accusation, though I may have to go through all of this stuff, I may have to go through folk hating me and jealous of me, all this stuff. God is doing this. So he's getting ready to begin on next week with how God can order your spouse. How many of y'all need to hear that? Cause it, and it's just not just your spouse before you get a spouse. You need to hear how God can order your spouse when you got a spouse because you need a little order in the end too. So, so you, need to, you need to be here for next week. So this is not just for people who are single looking for a spouse. Because trust me, when you get married, you're going to need God more than you do when you're single. <laughs> so so it's, not like, it's not like once you go up down the aisle, you say, all right, God, I got this now. No, 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 no. You're going to need God ten times more after you get married than before you get married. So... You really need to be here next week to hear see Elijah as he begins on how God can order you with your spouse. You are listening to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This was the second message in the Order My Step series by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7417. That's 7417. The first message in this series is number 7416. To listen to the entire series, click series on airjesus.com or theonlineword.com. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.